welcome to the Better and Balanced podcast. It's your girl, Nia Renteria. I am so glad you're here. Each week, we'll chat about all things wellness. This podcast is about striving to live our best lives and finding balance through it all. So grab your favorite matcha, coffee, bowl, or blend, get comfy, and let's get balanced. Hey friends, happy Wednesday. Today's a very special episode because it's the first time that I have a co-host and let's be real, we all know who that co-host is. And if you are not familiar, if you're a new follower or you're just a first time listener, you have no idea who I am. Um, today we have one of my bestest friends on the podcast, Maddie, and I am so excited for you guys to listen. We had so much fun recording this episode. As you can see, it's a longer one because we just don't know when to stop talking. It literally was like our everyday FaceTime conversation. So I'm so excited for you guys to hear. Um, Before we get into that, I just want to say tickets to the Better and Balanced Retreat are out now. We only have four spots left and I'm so excited to see who those four beautiful people who will be joining me are we have four spots left please feel free to message me dm me your questions your concerns whatever it is that you need to email me and you're feeling like it's holding you back do it if you're already on the list and you have friends that you want to invite if you have a friend invite your friend you know like this is an amazing time some of my closest friends will be there So I'm so excited to experience this with them and then with you and all of us together. Like it's going to be such a freaking vibe. So come to the Better and Balanced Retreat. What are you waiting for? Secure your spot now. So hello, Madeline Grace. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Antonia Renteria. (laughs) Um, So it's about damn time. This is only episode five, so, you know, you, wait, is this episode No, five? I'm saying it's about damn time that you and I get on a mic together. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Mm. You're right. You're right. So, thank you for joining me. Um, this honestly just, it's weird that we get to just talk normally and it's being recorded. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's a little scary, not gonna lie. <laughs> Um, for me, it's weird because now I actually have somebody to talk to when I'm usually just talking to myself. So now we can like, yeah, you have someone to bounce off of. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know how you do it by yourself because even with you, it's like a little terrifying. Not going to (laughs) lie. It gets easier. You just get used to it because sometimes when I'm doing it by myself, I'm like, am I just blabbering right now? But I haven't had any complaints so far, so it's yeah, just Yeah, I, I never feel like you're blabbering. It's always good stuff. So. The natural flow. That's good. Um, you wanna take a hit? Well, you know, take a hit, loosen up, you know, calm your nerves. Yes, that always makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the intention for this hit is just for a good episode to release any anxieties that you know, that you might have and just to get the thoughts flowing and for this to just feel as natural as possible. You're just talking to your bestie, you know? Yes, yes, (laughs) definitely. All right, let's hit these. Oh, wait, I don't have a lighter. Hold on. (laughs) 
Wow, you don't have a lighter? I had everything set up and prepared except for my lighter. Shocking. I'm uh, rolling with this big guy today because we both know mine is broken. So a friend is letting me borrow her. Oh, I'm like, where did you get that one from? <laughs> you guys, this is like the third time that Maddie has, well, not, is it third or the second? Um, Probably like the fifth. The fifth Same. time. I think my piece is just really fragile. I think it's just because when I'm holding this one, I cannot imagine this just tipping over and breaking from mm-hmm. like falling from the floor to its side. Yeah. So. so you just need to get a more durable one. And um, I've been looking up the like non-breakable ones and they just to get you for your birthday and they just aren't as cute. So I'm going to get you a regular one, but you better cherish it with your life. Okay. Girl, you know I will. <laughs> As you said to the last five. <laughs> you know I'm a sentimental ass person, so if mm. anything comes from like someone I love, like that's my favorite thing. That's what I figured. I'm like, Maddie will take care of this one because she'll be like, Oh, Nia got me this for my birthday. <laughs> definitely, definitely. What are you smoking right now? Um, this is the one that I got from when I went to the journaling workshop. The yoga studio. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're really liking that stuff, huh? I am. I am. And I have been doing good, a good job of like savoring it. So this is how much I have left. I have. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Wow, good girl. <laughs> okay, so um, if you got. I, I feel so much better already. Good, good. <laughs> That's good. That's why I wanted to start with a hit because yeah. sometimes coming on the mic can be so daunting, even for me still. So, yeah. Um, so if you guys don't know, Maddie is one of my favorite people in this world. I'm we- not the favorite. Um, okay, Rumi can be first. I was gonna say we have Rumi. You know. Yeah, I can be second. Eddie can be She's- third. <laughs> She's my favorite person. So as I said, one of my favorite people in this world. Um, we met in Japan, and since then we have. How long ago was that? Okay, so this is actually something that I've been like reflecting about a lot because I'm turning 25 this month, mm-hmm. and I was you've been, like, you've been I, in deep 25 year old thoughts. Yes, literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was just telling Chris like it's crazy that I'm turning 25 this month. And you met me when I was 19. Isn't that, that is so crazy weird. as fuck? Can I say fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, duh. What? Girl. <laughs> okay, just want to make sure. What's but your yeah, first like, That's so yeah. wild. Like That is wild. It, it it does feel like we've known each other forever. So, like, it's not that crazy because mm-hmm. it feels like I've known you since I was born and, like, all the lives before. Mm-hmm. But like okay, so whatever you just did with your microphone, keep doing that. Um, I think I'm just leaning into it more. Maybe yeah. On the side. Yeah. The the audio sounds better. If I do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe the positioning. It sounded more clear. Right here. <laughs> no. Go like on top. Boop 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 boop. Right there. Boop boop boop. So maybe if I turn it like yeah like this yes girl okay yeah now we're talking (laughs) 
Um, if you're listening now, I'm apologizing for the no, audio. Um, we've just been trying to, it literally took us maybe an hour to figure out how to get to the point we're at right now, recording and being on video and using our mics because we were struggling. We were struggling, but. Yeah, and it. I am like the least tech savvy person in the world. Like, I'm Same. not. Same. We, <laughs> we had to call Eddie to help us and he. He he didn't really help, but he was there for the moral support, which I think helped you figure yeah. it out because. And then he's going to act like he did something <laughs> when he left. He like snatches his phone up really quick. Like, I'm like, boy, you didn't do anything. Uh, get out of here. <sighs> That's why we waited till the last second to ask him. Like, we should have just waited an additional five minutes because we would have gotten it. <laughs> he's like, did you Google? And I'm like, mm, that we should have probably Googled. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we met in Japan when Maddie was 19. She's turning 25. Mm-hmm. And since then, we have just. We've grown so much. Like, I know. As friends and people. Like, thinking back at our friendship then, it was still, like, my favorite friendship ever. But, like, now, mm-hmm. we're, like, I don't know. We've just, like, blossomed, like, into such beautiful people and friendship you know (laughs) you fucking pisces (laughs) oh my gosh speaking of pisces so recently (laughs) i thought you weren't gonna bring up my trauma on this podcast episode no because it bothers me (laughs) it bothers you you Imagine me. <sighs> okay, so you guys, like, this whole, t- like, I can't explain it. So, you know, I'm a Pisces, Maddie's a Virgo, and we balance each other out. Like, that is the perfect friendship, according to, well, our friendship with each other is, like, the perfect on the Zodiac. Yes, the and Pisces and the Virgo are complete opposites on the Zodiac chart. So that's why we're, like, the yin-yang, because we're completely opposite. Yes, and we're both... <laughs> Gemini moons Mm -hmm. and so like I'm a double Pisces and (laughs) and I always thought that I was a double Virgo and but like the thing is that you used to love telling people like I met Nia's a double Pisces I'm a double double Virgo it's so rare like you know this is where we're so meant to be (laughs) yeah and like I don't know, being a Virgo is, like, such my personality trait, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. and the fact that I was a double Virgo, (laughs) I could be, like, "Ah, I'm just a double Virgo. So I'm, like, Virgo as fuck. Oh, my gosh. I can relate because I'm a double Pisces, you know? Yeah, so you you use that as, like, I'm such a Pisces. And, you um, know, it's it's rare to have double and it's rare to have a Pisces rising. Is it? I look, I found that out today. I didn't know that. Yeah. So apparently, like, because it's like the 12th house or some, something, but it's like rare to be Pisces Ascendant mm. and rare to be double. So I'm just like the rarest form. <laughs> You're so unique. <laughs> oh, okay. But let's tell everybody, everyone okay. what you are. This is really hard. This is really hard for me. Um, I'm not a Virgo rising. <laughs> I am actually a... <laughs> a Leo rising. Um, 
Um, and I've always been one of those people that talk so much junk about Leos. Hi, Rumi. <laughs> Mom. Hi, Rumi. It's Titi. Oh, it's Titi. How are you today? Um. Mama's reporting a recording a podcast. Okay, so you were talking about your yes, being a Leo rising and why it's just so hard for me because it's just like something we've also bonded over in our friendship mm-hmm. is just like our dislike for Leos. I'm sorry for listening to this near Leo. I don't feel that way anymore because I can't hate myself. So. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna learn to love these Leos. And okay, but that's the thing. Like, that's you. I yeah, still I know that way. But you know what? That makes sense because, like, you know, you're your own worst enemy. Like, the traits that, like, I probably saw in Leos that I was like, oh, that's annoying. It's probably just deep down something I don't really like about myself. You know? No, but like, yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> No, don't even say it, bitch. Don't even fucking say it. Don't say it makes so much sense. I'm going to jump through this fucking screen. Because it makes so much sense. It does. It does. Bruh. But for you, you're trying to figure out, like, you're trying to accept the fact that you're a Leo. Mm -hmm. But for me, how you felt is how I still feel. So you hate me now is what you're saying. So yeah. You never want to be friends with me again. You disown me. I'm not Rumi's godmother anymore. And I might as well just. <laughs> That's what like the Pisces is in me is saying. But like me as a person and why I love you is like, no, Antonia, you can't disown her now. Yeah. You know, they say that God puts people in your life to challenge you. <laughs> This is your challenge. Your best friend being a Leo rising. This is your challenge right now. You're right. You're right. I have to challenge myself to put it past me. And I if will. If you can do it for anyone, do it for me. Because <laughs> I'm worth it. I will. I will. I will. Every single day when I look at you and I'm like. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> Um, how was your night last night? It was really good. Um, I went to a work dinner, co-worker dinner. Um, our owner has been saying that he's going to pay for a dinner, so we finally all got to get out, and we ate at this amazing Italian restaurant. You know, I love carbs, mm-hmm. so we had pizza, we had pasta, we had tiramisu, we went ham. But, like, halfway through, my social battery, like, completely died. Mm. You know how that is? Like, Mm -hmm. I went in there just ready to have a good time, had a drink, which I never do. And by the time I was done eating, like, everyone was talking and I was just sitting there, like, Mm. not even contributing in conversation because I just, I had nothing left. Yeah. Yeah. But it was still fun. It was still a really good time. I'm glad we all got to do that, you know? Yeah. What did you eat? So I had, um, it was like a three pasta in one. <clears throat> so you so had 
your friend, your coworker shared it. She took a picture of, of it on her story and shared it on her story, right? Okay. Of your, of your food. Because when I saw that, I literally was about to say, I know Maddie ordered this. Like, mm-hmm. I knew it was yours. Like, I knew it. Yeah. So, Asla, my coworker who was sitting next to me, she got pizza and I got pasta so we could both share each other's, you know? Yeah. But the pasta that I got had three different kinds. So it had a gnocchi with tomato sauce, a fettuccine with pesto. Mm-hmm, I saw that. And a ravioli with a cream sauce. Yes. And it looked bitch. Bomb. And I knew it you ordered left. that because I'm like, this looks like something that Maddie would order. And I know it because this looks so good and I would order it too. Yeah. It was so fire. Like 10 out of 10. I'm going back. And when okay, you come back, we're going to go. Rate that talk. one based off the other one that you took me to when I was there. The one with the pasta, like the Ooh. Alfredo. Same level. Ooh. But you know what? It's like sometimes, has this ever happened to you? Like you're so hungry and then you start eating like <clears throat> what you think is a bomb ass meal. But then you're like, you know. The more you eat it, the more you're like, wait, this is actually kind of mid. Maybe I was just starving. <laughs> okay. That kind of started happening to me a little bit last night. Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. I got so scared. I thought you meant about the other place. And I was like, no. that means because that, okay. No. But the place last night, like when I first started eating it, I was like, dang, this is so good. And then by the end, every bite I was taking, I was like, <laughs> this actually isn't that good. But maybe I was just getting full, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looked really But good. what do you judge it off of? A full stomach or a starving stomach, you know? Because, like, is it no, your but then, starving stomach lying to you? or your full No, stomach? because then you wouldn't have those thoughts. Because when you know, you know. True. Yeah. True. Oh, it's bomb. You're not having second thoughts about it. Like, is this? See? You're right. <laughs> um, yeah, Eddie came home last night and... Um, it was so cute because Rumi, like, now that she's older, she understands that, like, okay, dad is gone for work. So we have a certain amount of days until he gets back. Mm-hmm. So um, on Friday, I told her, I'm like, oh, Rumi, like, um, we're going to play. It's going to be nap time. Then you're going to wake up. We're going to play again. You're going to go Mimi's. And then um, when you wake up, we're going to play. And then we're going to go get daddy. He's coming home. So, and I, you know, I just tell her these things just because I talk to her like that. And then um, when she woke up on Saturday, as soon as she wake up, woke up, she was like, mama, we're going to get up, we're going to play, and then we're going to go Mimi's, and then we're going to go get Dada. Like, it was so Aww. cute, so cute. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, like, she, she understood everything I was saying, and she knows, like, we're going to go get dad today. So, um, all day on Friday, she, I mean... Saturday yeah yesterday Saturday um she was like um I'm so excited I want to give dad an abrazo y beso she's like she just kept saying that all day like she wants to give him the biggest hug and kiss and then um when Eddie got in the car we were driving and then she's like I love you dada I love you so much and she's like I love my dad it was just so cute yeah, me and I were staring at each other and I'm like oh that was the, the cutest thing ever like it was so freaking cute one of those parenting moments where you're just like 
holy shit, this is the best thing on earth, being a parent. Yeah. Not that I know, but I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, it was so freaking cute. So and, like, cute. Rumi, she definitely understands on that level because you've always done that, like, talking thing with mm-hmm. her when you're talking her through, like, your guys' day or what you're going to do. And then those things happen, and you're like, we're going to get data. We've got mm-hmm. data, you know? So, mm-hmm. like, by you always doing that, I definitely think that's why she, like, understands everything so well because it's, like, it's, like, you make all these little promises to her that yeah. you keep and, yeah. like, her little mind. Oh, my gosh. It's <laughs> so precious. Her little, she's so freaking cute. So What did you cute. guys have for dinner last night? Um, we... <laughs> Okay, so like originally I told Eddie, I'm like, oh, should we get like reservations at a restaurant to go out tonight? Um, And then he's like, oh, let's just go tomorrow. So I'm like, all right. So I literally went to McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) We went to McDonald's um, at like maybe four something p.m. And, you know, it was like that late. Mm hmm. and yeah, the McDonald's was disgusting. We waited so long for our order. Like it's just one of those days where you're like, I know I shouldn't, I shouldn't have got this, but I just did anyways. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we had such a late lunch. We didn't really eat dinner. Yeah, I know. That's why we always try and wait until like at least five or five thirty. Because if we eat at four, it's like. We're so hungry again by nine o'clock, but mm-hmm. that's just too late to eat. So you're yeah. just like snacking until you go to bed. Yeah, and I literally was eating like, popcorn. <laughs> yeah. I know the other night, like it was like, I don't know, after seven o'clock, we had nothing to make. And Chris was like, I'm going to go just get McDonald's. Do you want anything? And I was just like, no, <laughs> no, I don't. Because McDonald's has done me dirty just too many times, you know, like. Every time you get it, it never hits. Yeah, no. Unless you're in Japan. It does When I was just like, I don't feel like being disappointed tonight. I would rather eat this single box of rice that's in my pantry (laughs) right now. That's what I did. Yeah. And I didn't regret it because it didn't make me feel terrible. Yeah, it doesn't hit. You're right. It literally doesn't hit at all. And I'm telling you, every time we go to breakfast in Japan. Oh, yeah. The breakfast, the breakfast (laughs) hits. Um, but yeah, every time I eat it, I'm like, why the freak? But you know, it's all about balance. Some days are just, some days are like that. Some days Mm -hmm. are like that. Some days. (laughs) Yeah, some days you eat a box of rice with nothing else, and some days you make a gourmet meal. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, you're right. Can we talk about how, like, what did you have for dinner, or what are you having for dinner is, like, such a question in our friendship, and it always has been? Mm Mm-hmm. I it's think we have- because like my mom, she like whenever she was on the phone with her sisters, they would always ask each other that. And like as a kid, I always thought like that's pretty funny. Like why are you guys always talking about what you're making for dinner, you know? <laughs> but now I can relate so hard. Like yeah. I want ideas. ideas. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. We always talk about dinner every single day. Well, whenever we talk, we that's always the topic. Hi, Chris. You can have it if you want. Yes, Hello. <laughs> what is that wine? Dang. That's pretty fire. Mm. Barefoot hard seltzer? This is strawberry and peach? No. Oh. That's, that's what Chris is drinking? 
He is such like an old He's man. Such a little bitch. Oh. Yeah, that too, that too. Like, he's over there, go- like, he's what he's doing, drinking his wine and watching golf videos. <laughs> Don't interrupt me again. I'm working. <laughs> he can't hear you. He can just see you, like, cracking up on <laughs> Why is it so fun to roast Chris? Because he's so easy. Okay. Um, but... I think I wanted to talk to you about something about me and like me and Eddie last night getting it in. Oh, oh was it one of them nights? <laughs> That's what I had to tell you. Okay, so like. Oh. No. <laughs> Can't wait. No, 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 no. Um. Eddie, we were just like talking about it because he just kept coming behind me and like saying that he wanted like to hug and like touching, slapping my butt and saying like, you know, just. And I'm like, I I literally told him, I'm like, you must be feeling right now. He's like, I am. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Chris always acts like that when he meets the pom pom. Yeah, I literally told him, like, you must be feeling right now. And. Um, he's like, I am, I am. And then like, we were just like talking about it. And then, um, I'm like, honestly, babe, I'm trying to get in it right now. And then he's like, Ooh, me too. Me too. And he's like, right here, right now. And he's like, you know what, babe? He's like, we can do it right now. And we can do it later. He's like, it's one of them, um, two types. And I started cracking up. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm like, it's you're not- like, for you, maybe. <laughs> um, speak for uh, yourself, buddy. But anyways, I'm like, yeah, let's get it in right now. So then we obviously got it in. But I'm just laughing because we went back downstairs to, like, you know, watch TV or whatever. And, girl, we were falling asleep on the couch. Like, I knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the amount of times that's happened to me and Chris were, like, we're planning to have sex that night. It's like we always end up like falling asleep on the couch and then we go up to the bed and he's like still trying. And I'm like, <laughs> nobody, you you lost your chance. I'm checked out. I'm going back to sleep. So now it's like instead of planning it, we just try and do it at a random time during the day so that there's no pressure to do it at night, you know? I was like, let's just go right now because I'm like, by the time that we put like put Rumi yes. down, wait, she was asleep. We had just put her down in our room, but like, just we can't be watching TV and then say, oh, we go to bed. I'm like, no, we get it yeah. right now since it's the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and middle of the day sex has become like my favorite type of day sex. <laughs> time sex, I guess. So like, what, what about you? What's your favorite time? Um. So remember when I told you that me and Eddie like kept making an effort to leave our window open so we can see the sunset? <laughs> mm-hmm. That was becoming your favorite time? Yeah. Because it you was, just want the neighbors to know what's up? Or? No, I'm just saying because like you can't, that's when you can't really see in somebody else's house. Oh yeah, that's and true. Also it's like dark enough. So it's like the sun is like, you know, barely there. Yeah type thing so I think that's like was a theory of it the thrill Mm -hmm. is because we left the windows open and you can't really Mm -hmm. see but like you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> yeah and it's like if you have to like kind of like be quiet or something like I don't know why it just makes it more like interesting yeah <laughs> yeah so, yeah, so yeah. a couple times that I've like been sitting at my front neighbor's house like I purposely like look into our house to see like what they can see mm-hmm. and it was always like middle of the day like bright ass day so like you know that's when you can't really see I feel like mm-hmm. it's more like at nighttime when like the lights are on I don't know yeah but it's funny that you said that because I do that all the time I mean especially since we live in a townhome I'm always outside like looking up to see because yeah. I I'm, I walk around my house naked or no, like straight no up clothes on. well that is naked but you know a thong yeah. and all that all the time mm-hmm. so yeah and my dresser I'm scared someone in my neighborhood is going to be listening to this episode and now like <laughs> look out for this but <laughs> my dresser is now like right in front of my bedroom window mm-hmm. so whenever I get out of the shower and I need to go like put underwear on and stuff like I feel so exposed because I'm just standing right in front of the window and I feel mm-hmm. like that's when you can see like when people are naked mm-hmm. but that fear still doesn't stop me <laughs> girl like, no I guarantee every single morning they've seen me naked like every single one of my neighbors has probably seen no. me naked but it is same. what it is same I do that every single morning when I'm opening the curtains because I'm like if somebody has if somebody sees me I'm still like I'm still doing it but, their day is know. blessed you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> you know like yeah I'm like in my head I'm like I'm hoping nobody's looking at me but also like I'm pretty sure my neighbors know exactly without exactly. like in freaking thongs and whatever else I know for sure yeah but in Germany like it's completely legal to be naked anywhere on your property like I could be butt naked outside mm-hmm. and like it's not there's nothing wrong with it mm-hmm um, and apparently, Alana just sent me this on Instagram like a week or two ago that you can drive naked because technically your car is your private property. You can drive naked. You can drive naked. That sounds pretty lit, right? I was gonna say that that does sound like, lit. Windows With the windows down. down. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Windows blasting, just like a breeze. Like Dang. that would feel so freeing. It it would. Yeah. Next time you come, we should try that. Just go for a naked <laughs> drive. Yeah. We'll just make sure, you know, like, well. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Who would care? We should, Eddie and we, Chris. <laughs> we should triple check those laws, though, so. Okay, so I had we had you guys send us um, some questions that you wanted to, or topics you wanted us to talk about on Instagram, so um here's one of the first ones it says how much did the military challenge your marriages Mm. (laughs) I mean it is a big challenge Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. especially like especially for you guys because Eddie is constantly gone yeah yeah so like for me and then for you too, Maddie, like once we got married, we were married into the military. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like we, we, ne- we don't know what our marriage is without, without the military, in the military. So there's not really like those type of challenges, you know, where like, it's like challenged our marriage in that aspect, at least for me, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. Um, Yeah. I feel like, honestly, the military, like, 
it creates a lot of challenges in general, mm-hmm. but not necessarily like in my marriage, mm-hmm. you know, like the military challenges me in ways because just like the toxic part of the military and like the mm-hmm. people like that really, that's hard for me sometimes to know mm-hmm. that like Chris is around that, like mm-hmm. constantly, you know, not saying like every place is super toxic, but I don't know what it is about like military men that are just like extra toxic. Mm-hmm. Like that's one thing that like kind of bothers me. Yeah. And then obviously like the main part of like military life is just like, for them, work is, like, always more important. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't have a choice, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, like, you have felt that so much. Like, mm-hmm. you've been left high and dry with yeah. a born and a toddler, like, so many times mm-hmm. because Eddie just has to be gone for work. He doesn't have yeah. a choice, you know? Yeah, yeah, yep. And it's, like, obviously, because um, I think my dad told me this the other day when I was talking about how, like, it was good to have him there when um, Eddie was gone just so I wasn't alone. And he was like, but you knew that. You knew that was going to happen. You know, Mm -hmm. that's what you signed up for. And yeah. Huh? Says everyone. Yeah. You know, and it's like, yes, I knew that. Yes, I signed up for this. But that doesn't mean it's any less hard because we yeah. knew what we were signing up for like you know but do you really know because you can't know until you experience it mm-hmm. you know like I I knew that that was going to be something that was going to happen in our marriage like he was going to have to be gone for like longer periods of time and I was going to be alone but like I don't know how that's going to make me feel or how I'm going to do during those times mm-hmm. so like yeah we're committing to that but we truly don't know what we're committing yeah. to yeah you know and each time is different. Like, yeah, you know, as much as Eddie's always gone, I don't, it's not like I have one certain feeling every time he's gone. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? This is actually a good week. Like I felt good. I stayed in my routine. Like everything was good. And then there's other times where it's like, okay, this is hard. Mm-hmm. You know, just being a single parent when when my daughter's used to having the two of us, especially now when Rumi's at that age where she definitely knows when Eddie's gone and mm-hmm. she definitely acts out when Eddie's gone, you know, yeah. like, and who yeah. can blame her? She she's like, she went from having two parents. And so in her little mind, it's like, okay, where's my dad at? Maybe she's feeling a little bit anxious or scared or something. And like yeah. her only way to let me know that is, to react in her own way, you know? Yeah. And so. you are such a routine mom because mm-hmm. that's how you function is off mm-hmm. routine. So of course, Rumi's constantly on a routine. So she's just like you, mm-hmm. like when she's thrown off her routine, she's like, um, no, I'm not <laughs> yeah. having this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and this like, time, um, she kept asking for Eddie. She kept saying every day, she Aww. said, Mama, um, I want to give Dada a hug. I want to, she'll just tell me randomly during the day, like, Mama, I want to give Dada a hug. I miss Dada. Aww. So I'm like, dang. You know, even when I think, like, oh, maybe it, it doesn't really bother her, but yeah, like it does. Cause she's yeah, so- she's definitely old enough now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just so crazy, Aww. my baby girl. I know. Where does the time go? <laughs> okay, so this question is a good one. Mm. <laughs> mm. The way you looked at me, I'm like, is it? <laughs> okay, so 
says, I have a female friend. We are both married, but secretly in love with each other. We have to come out to our husbands, but don't want to risk creating jealousy or hard feelings toward each other's spouses. How would y'all advise us navigating these changes? We want to maintain our marriages and take because we love our husbands, but we are in love with each other too. Wait, okay. So they want to stay in the marriage? Yeah, with- so I'm a little confused. It seems like they want to stay in the marriage, but then it says... They want okay, to wait, have wait. their cake and eat it, eat it too? Is what we are both married to men, but secretly live each other. We come out to our... We have come out to our husbands. Okay. But don't want to risk creating jealousy or hard feelings toward each other's spouses. How can we... How would you guys advise us navigating these changes? We want to maintain our marriages. Okay. So mm-hmm. how would we go with the spouse feeling mm. jealous that's really hard like communication is going to be the biggest thing here mm-hmm. like everyone needs to be 100 percent on board mm-hmm. if that's gonna work you know yeah. like you cannot control whether your guys' spouses are gonna feel some type of way or not like mm-hmm. you just can't control that no yeah. matter how you go about yeah. it especially since it's something that happened after the relationship started Mm -hmm. you know so it's like they're just gonna have to adapt to these changes in their own way and the sad thing is we can't control how people act towards yeah if they're willing Mm -hmm. if they're willing because they could not be which is totally okay you know but I mean in a perfect world (laughs) right (laughs) like we would have an amazing woman on one side and a great man on the other, in my perfect mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone, but, I mean, that does sound great, but, yeah. you know, I don't know. But, if like you said, out, everyone but... has to be on board. Yes, everyone has to be on board. If there's more of a, if there's jealousy and there's all that stuff, that's just only going to cause bigger problems. And at that point is you have to figure out, like, do you want your bestie or you want your man's? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn, that's um. My heart goes out to your heart right now. I know, for real. That's a lot of feelings. Mhm. That would stress me the fuck out. <laughs> yes. Like yeah. one of the things that like makes me love Chris is just like the easiness of our relationship. You know, like just like not feeling anxiety about like anything that you used to feel like when you were Mm -hmm. dating, you know, like stuff like that. But yeah, that was a random side note. (laughs) Cause that shit makes me anxious. Yeah. Hopefully it all works works out. I know. Yeah. (laughs) Sending you the best vibes. Um, okay. So another question says, what is the favorite part of your friendship? Oh, Okay. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, <laughs> I already kind of have an answer. Okay, go ahead. Because like I said, I've been reflecting on a lot of things. And so I've already been thinking about this, like just mm-hmm. why I love you so much. And like, just like our friendship in general. And like, you feel like, it's hard to explain, but like, you know, when you were younger and like you had like your best friend or your best cousin and you would like make up dances together to mm-hmm. show like your parents, like you're my adult friend 
like that. You know, mm. like you feel like childhood to me. You feel like, I don't know, you just let me be like exactly who I am, like mm-hmm. always. And mm-hmm. so I feel like that allows us to have like so much fun in our friendship, you know, yeah. and like we're just, we still do things that our 13 year old selves used to do. And like, yeah. even in our 20s, we were still like, recording funny videos on YouTube where mm-hmm. we would like tape up our <laughs> nose and like just like stupid shit like that you know like yeah I just I love that kind of shit in a friendship yeah and, like I don't know like I just yeah that's one of the things I love maybe you'll spark something else but yeah no <laughs> you're I like my like, childhood person even though I I, I've say, only known you in my adulthood I know like the amount of times where you tell me a story or something and I'm like how weird is it that I didn't know you back then like it's so weird to to think that like we've only been friends for a certain amount of time because it feels like we have no always known each other yeah so because we have our souls have yeah that's why we feel that Mm-hmm. Yeah, when Maddie tells me stories sometimes, I'm like, I always say, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, you did live, have a life, a life before, before me, <laughs> before me, like, it's just so weird, because I feel like, even though I just said that, our like, lives started so weird. when we met each other, yeah, well, no, that's kind of how it feels, like, I told you this from, like, when I first became friends with you, like, you brought so much color into my life, you know, like, life was dull before you and like something happened when I met you like I don't know I definitely think that's why like I know that we're like soul ties because it's like your insides feel something when you connect with that person that also like I was gonna say that one of my favorite or like the favorite part of my friendship is that like we both can be ourselves around each other like Mm -hmm. when I'm around you or like with you when we're together I just know that like we're both like we can just be ourselves and I feel like sometimes in friendships it's like there's you love that person and you can Mm -hmm. hang out with them but there's still like a part of you that you're not like there's that tiny little wall yeah and like those Mm -hmm. tiny little awkward silences Mm -hmm. and like yeah it's like there's never really been that between us like Mm -hmm. It's always just felt so natural and, like, everything comes down when we're together. Yeah. And that's why, like, so much of our friendship has been spent literally just sitting next to each other and saying nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just chilling on the yeah, hammock, chilling on each other's like, couch. Yeah. Literally. Like, just yeah. each other's presence has always mm-hmm. been enough. And that's yeah. really special. Yeah. Maddie is somebody who I have literally never got tired of. And, you know, yeah. you're around people. You get tired of them, you know. But n- not once have I ever said, like, oh, my gosh, Maddie, just, like, I'm annoyed that you're around me, you know. And we've spent a lot of consecutive time yes, together. Like, we, we've we tested the theory, you know. Like, <laughs> never, n- no time is enough time. Yeah. Like, when it comes to being with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because... Like we're saying, like all those walls come down. So mm-hmm. you're just completely like at a relaxed and natural state. So mm-hmm. like the way I feel when I'm alone is the way I feel when I'm with you. Yeah. I was just about to say that. Like literally those exact words. Yeah. Went your mind. Mm-hmm. You did. People are going to be like, yeah, they're definitely gay for each other. <laughs> <laughs> we just love the shit out of each other, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> they're if like you know you know they're gonna like, be like 
Um, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> but I feel like the besties who get it, get it. And they're going to yeah. be listening and relating to this because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. There was this, like, viral TikTok going around that we sent to each other that was, like, I love my best friend so much. Like, I would absolutely do anything for her. I would die for her. I want to live and breathe her and be by her every second. And people were commenting, like, yeah. this isn't normal. You love each other. This is actually um, not platonic. And we were like, mm, actually, I relate yeah. so hard to yeah. that. And the comments did not pass the vibe check. Sorry. No, it, it didn't. Because, like, you forget that not everybody has this. And it's honestly sad. Like, this is not the normal friendship, and it's sad that people don't ever get the chance to have a friendship like this or see it as, like, something when it's not when, like, you can honor platonic love, like. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, a lot of people have different issues as well, like, as far as, like, giving and receiving love. And I think it's not always so easy to love someone so hard for other people, you know? Yeah. Like, you've loved me so hard that I have been able to, like, accept that love and give it back. Um, What's the biggest struggle in your friendship and how have you guys overcame the hardships? Obviously, our biggest struggle in our friendship is being apart, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. Would you say the same? Yeah, because, like, yeah. Because I feel like, I was going to say any struggles that I would say that we have just stem because we're apart. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And if we were around each other or closer, we wouldn't have those struggles. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. It's like... It's like sometimes being in a relationship, like mm-hmm. when you like, for example, when Eddie's gone and you miss him so much and mm-hmm. you start taking it out on him because you miss him, <laughs> you know, <laughs> not that we're ever like taking shit out on each other. We're always yeah. nice to each other. But, yeah, you know, but yeah, it's really, really, really hard being away from your best friend. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like almost for me, at least, as equivalent to being away from your spouse, like, yeah, on some level, you know, like, especially since you've had Rumi, mm-hmm. that's, it would be hard without her, but, like, she's, like, such a main factor, you know, yeah. like, leaving her at that age, like, just hurt me so much, like, mm-hmm. she was only four months old when I left, and, like, I was so looking forward to, like, seeing that year and like all those little things like her first word and crawl and stand and walk and everything like that was so painful to like yeah yeah because you always say like she's not gonna remember me she's not gonna remember me and look she knows exactly who you are Mm -hmm. she knows yeah (laughs) and then you guys oh you guys still have your like little things that you have or like how she's always wanting to invite you places like she loves inviting you places yeah Rumi has this new thing where whenever she's doing something fun and she's telling me about it, she'll be like, you want to come too? <laughs> and it just, oh, it melts my heart. It's the cutest yeah. thing. But so yeah, cool. like, it feels like I'm away from, like, my doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Really hard. I mean, yeah. 
you went through my whole pregnancy with me. Like, since the beginning, you were there. Like, you since were. in the minutes you found out you were yeah. pregnant with me, mm-hmm. I knew about her and yeah. already loved her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I really want to, like, have an episode where, not that I'm, like, already inviting myself back <laughs> on, but. Whoa, whoa, where... whoa. <laughs> if this goes well. Um. <laughs> No, but, like, where we talk, like, start to finish of, like, everything oh. with, like, your pregnancy and, yeah. like, giving yeah. birth and everything. Like, it's a very unique story. And especially yeah. since, like, we went through it together, we have, like, two perspectives, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That would be a good episode. That would be a good one. Write that yeah, down. Yeah. Even though I, like, don't have kids or anything, I still listen to those, like, podcast episodes where they talk about, like, birth stories mm-hmm. and, like... Mm-hmm. Shit like that, because as a yeah. woman, I don't know, it's interesting, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. And it's a good, like, mine is a good one, especially with my endo and everything, like... And you fainting every two seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crashing your car. Not pregnant because you fainted the time wheel. Not knowing what um medical, con- medical conditions I had. <laughs> Tell me why we were at the hospital, and I was sitting next to Nia... And the nurse was asking her all these questions about her medical conditions. And she didn't even know. And I had to tell the doctor what her conditions were when she had her surgery. <laughs> yeah, put me as your emergency contact. Um, I got you. I was, she's like, and you're like, but didn't you? <laughs> They're like, have you had any um, surgeries in the last five years? You're like, no. I'm like, didn't you have one two months ago? <laughs> like... That is you, like the most freaking forgetful person <laughs> on like, earth. Do you have any other me- existing medical conditions? I was like, no. She's like, don't you have endometriosis? <laughs> I'm like, actually, yeah, she does. She has endometriosis. Why'd you forget that one? <laughs> That's a big one. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, what was the question? From the beginning. <laughs> um, the struggle in our friendship and how we overcame. Oh, yeah. How we overcame. How we overcame it. Yeah. Okay. So someone also asked me, um, like, how do you, um, basically overcome being in a long distance friendship? Like, how do you stay so close? That was the question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think we can kind of put that all together and answer it like all in one. And I think talking, especially on FaceTime, like, almost every single day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, FaceTime has been, like, our hangout. Like, we FaceTime, we we don't just call each other for 10 minutes. Like, we are on FaceTime for, like, two hours. Yeah. And I know not everyone has that time. Mm -hmm. Like, we're really lucky that we do and that we, we have the like availability to talk as much as we do I know not everyone has that but yeah especially since you are completely okay with Rumi's outbursts sometimes or her breakdowns or you know like we just it's not like I hang up or say like oh let me like it's like rare if I say let me call you back yeah because I'm just gonna sit through the chaos and yeah twice about it because I'm just used to it (laughs) yeah but yeah like and still telling each other, like, every little thing, like, 
what are you eating for dinner tonight? Mm-hmm. What did you and Eddie talk about last night? Did you get it in last night? Yeah. Like, you know, just still talking about like all those little details of each other's lives. And I think honestly, that's what's like, it still feels like we hang out every single day. Yeah. On FaceTime. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. Thank God for FaceTime. We always say that. We're like, Thank God for FaceTime. I know. I say that with my family all the time as well, because geez, I don't know how people did it before, mm-hmm. like without FaceTime and, phones even yeah and even it's cute for Rumi because she can talk to like Ellis and then she talks to Riley she knows her long distance relative cousins Mm -hmm. she talked to uh, Xander and Aslan like it's so cute like she has she can still keep in touch with all her little friends that are not close and like family that's that's not close so it's it's really cute I mean the first time I saw Rumi again was she was four months old when I left her, and then she was, what, one and a half mm-hmm. when I saw her again mm-hmm. the next time, and she knew exactly who I was, yep. mm-hmm. and, like, I was so worried about that, like, like, I, like we talked about, like, her forgetting me, and, no, just from FaceTime and the mm-hmm. phone and everything, when I got in the car, she knew exactly I was yep. her TV, and, mm-hmm. like, we would talk about things that we talked about over the phone. Like she yeah. remembered our like phone conversations and mm-hmm. stuff. Oh my gosh, you know it's so cute. So yesterday, um, I let her like watercolor in her sketchbook, and then she put it in the, her paint, and then she looked at me and she's like, "I want to do your face," and I was oh. like, "No," but she remembered that when you when guys were painting each other's face. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That you guys were painting each other's face. And I'm like, that's dang, that's crazy. She has such a good that. memory. She does. And can we just talk about how I was the star of her dinosaur obsession because of her best memories at the dinosaur park? Okay, we, we, you were there too. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, she already You were our third interest. wheel that day. Oh yeah. Yeah, she had interest and obviously that's For why sure. we like took her, but that was like a big kickstart. Let me have this one, okay, bitch? Let me have it. You're just like Chris when he's like, I taught her how to catch. And I'm like, <laughs> You're like, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Maddie, he really didn't teach her how to catch, but I don't want to break his heart at this point. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, you sparked her dinosaur. Yeah, you mm-hmm. sure did. Yeah, I know I did. <laughs> um, but yeah. I forgot. Stay in touch. Oh, Keep yeah. Talking to each other every single, not every single day. I know that's hard, but we practically do. Yeah. And I feel like also we just have good communication too. Like mm-hmm. if something is bothering us or we, you know, are feeling some type of way, we just tell each other instead of. And that's something that we try really hard to have, you Mm -hmm. know, like, because we really care about having a good relationship with each Mm -hmm. other. Like, it wasn't always like that, you know, that was a Mm -hmm. learning curve in our friendship was just like, okay, from here on out, let's just always tell each other if there's Mm -hmm. something wrong or bothering each other. And we can just like, nip it in the bud right then and there, Yeah, you know. And so yeah, Mm -hmm. I lost my page of thought. Oh, um, it's okay because I just re- remembered the one question from Instagram before I changed the thing where she said, oh, give us the tea. What's the, um, 
I think she I remember it was about like our biggest fight or something and we were saying oh yeah <laughs> And we were texting each other, what was our biggest fight? Yeah. All I remember is being off my antidepressants and having some withdrawals. And going a little crazy. I get a little crazy when I'm having withdrawals. Like, I I have rage fits. That's one of Mm -hmm. my big ones. I have rage fits. Mm -hmm. And... It's not often that this happens, okay? I'm very responsible about taking my meds. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> that was the first time. and last time. Since we well, have been friends, I think. Oh, no. I've had many times since then, but I never allowed it to, like, affect how I no. treated anyone. Oh, I'm just saying, so, like, friendship-wise. Oh, yeah. First and last, mm-hmm. that got that heated, and that was only because I was just being a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we don't remember what we were fighting about. Yeah. All we remember is that um, Nia came over to my house to try and make amends and she brought me like some pizza and she was so sweet and um, she brought it to me and then we started kind of talking about it but like I wasn't ready you know <laughs> like it, it was still open no I, I was just ready. second I was like we're about to get in a fist fight right now <laughs> come on no we weren't <laughs> basically she was saying stuff and I was just looking forward and I was just like I don't know what I said but something that pissed you off and you're like really Maddie okay okay (laughs) and then you walked out and then um no but you were like like, two days later yeah um but the thing is I don't even remember what what it was about but I do remember when I went back you were like so like that's the most pissed I've ever seen you like you were so mad yes, girl. and then that's why I'm like okay I'm out of here <laughs> you're like I'm running out of here now <laughs> this bitch is gonna kill me <laughs> no but like just to give like you know more reference on not the situation but like my rage fits like the most recent time I was off my medication, I was driving and my car wouldn't stop making a beeping sound. And I started screaming at the top of my lungs and punching the shit out of my steering wheel. <laughs> so it's not you, okay? It's, it's me. <laughs> Girl, I knew it was you. I knew it was me. I knew it was you. But, but that's, yeah, why, that's why it was easy to get through. Because I'm like, you know, this is not mad. It's not deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, yeah having moments and yeah yeah we have nothing to fight about like we never have you know no um but just like sister shit yeah like little moments where you know sister moments Mm -hmm. and I feel like they've become less and less every far how they used to be so Mm mm-hmm um, yeah, and that's on growth. <laughs> growth. <laughs> and that's on um, being 25 and 31. Yep. Clearly, I'm really excited to turn 25. I know. I'm happy for you because, like, the mid and late 20s going to your 30s, like, that's, that is literally such just yes, a vibe I'm in life. For that. That's when you're, like getting into like the real 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 you and understanding the real you and just having just that that, like transformation if you want yes and like I've known just 
on the roof collecting oh my god I'm so fucking annoying <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you know I have grown so much and like in a way of like I've grown into me mm-hmm. and like finding me and it's like exciting to be older because so I've I done think so that much you found out you were a Leo just in time because you have to accept I gotta step into my truth, truth until this point <laughs> yeah. so you know it's very true. Very true. <laughs> um, not me about to make Leo rising a whole personality trait. Because <laughs> uh, no, I will do that. Because it used to be Virgo, now you're like, oh, let me switch it to Leo. <laughs> let me just tap you're like, my Leo. You're like, barista, check, Leo. <laughs> no. The uh, fact that someone Maddie, asked, Maddie is what, a barista, by the way, at Starbucks. Yeah, that's what I was okay. just about to say. The, the fact that someone asked, what does Maddie do? Like, I thought I was very clear and made it my entire personality trait that I was a barista. But. <laughs> I told Maddie, I'm like, somebody literally asked what you did for work. And I'm like, how do they not know? How don't they know? <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm one of them people. We're like, nah, no. <laughs> um, was okay. there any other questions that you wanted? I'm gonna to do. Answer? There's one more um, that I think. So this one says, "I'm really struggling in my relationship of four plus years. Any tips on how to fight through the bull?" Shit. I'm <laughs> I genuinely love him, but some days are so hard and it makes me feel like it's not always worth fighting for and being unhappy. How do y'all get through the times of trouble, mental health struggles in your marriage? I love that friendship that you guys share. Excited to listen. Okay, so if you're married, that's one thing. But if you guys Mm -hmm. are just in a relationship, that's another Mm -hmm. thing. Did she specify? She says, I'm really struggling in my four plus years, my relationship of years. And then she said, um, how do you guys get the, through the health, mental health struggles in your marriage? But maybe because she knows that we're married. Yeah. She says she doesn't know if it's worth pushing through because she's so unhappy. Yeah. She said some days are so hard. It makes me feel like it's not always worth fighting for and being Mm -hmm. unhappy. Yeah, so, that's what's hard because is it is it worth it? Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, like you said, it is different when you're in a marriage because you've known enough about that person to choose them, mm-hmm. and then because you chose that, you got to choose every single day. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you're still in that relationship phase and you're still figuring out if this person is your person or not, and if you're unhappy most of the time. Yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah, like, that's not your person, you know? Like, every relationship has their struggles and moments and, like, ups and downs and just, like, ebbs and flows of good and bad times, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. But if, like, most of the relationship is toxic and, like, unhealthy and you're, you're not happy and, like, there wasn't a time you can remember where you were so happy for a long period of time. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. For me, like, I am 
such a stickler for do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And like one to me, one of the purposes in this life is to be happy and to live happily. You know, like everybody deserves that. Everybody deserves to look back and be like, dang, like I had I lived my best life because I was so happy in the situations that I was in. Like I just Yeah you know, decided to be that happy person. Mm -hmm. And if you are waking up and you're really saying like, this is not who I am. This is not what I want for myself. This is not how I want to spend the rest of my life going through these struggles and this unhappiness, because you know that this person is not going to change, then don't waste your time. Like Agreed. But don't do it. If you know this person is worth fighting for, Mm -hmm. then, you know, it's all about the choice. Yeah. You know, it's like you truly have to, like, make that choice, like, work at that shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because over time, like, whether people want to admit it or not, you know, things do fade. Like, you know, you have to, like, my relationship is, is, like, sparky and like fiery as it ever has been but because Chris and I have like really made that choice to like Mm -hmm. be in love with each other again you know not again like Mm -hmm. but just like I don't know you you get to that point in your relationship where it's like you have to just I don't know date again yeah and And I think that's where communication comes in as well because you let me just tell you I am not gonna be feeling some type of way and not let Eddie know like that's just me like if I I'm not the one to hold it all in and like you know not be open and not communicate with my spouse and let him know how I'm feeling or things that need to be changed or things that you know I feel like could be better because that's what a relationship is it's working Mm -hmm. towards things together and growing together things are not always going to be be the same things are going to change but I think that if this person is worth fighting for then you have to be open and um, communicate your feelings how you feel and what you guys should be working towards in the future definitely so and that's I don't know pretty much the same answer as well to like she asked how to deal with mental health in your mm-hmm. marriage. Mm-hmm. Because I do get asked that, like, spouses not being understanding mm-hmm. of, like, the mental health issues that you have, you know? Because I know I struggled with that so much with Chris because he hasn't had any, like, mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And um, I, like, you know, have struggled a lot with anxiety and depression. And in those moments, he didn't know how to help me, you know, Mm -hmm. he didn't know how to like, tell me it's going to be okay, or like, just like be that person for me. So I literally got to the point where I was like, this is exactly what I need from you when Mm -hmm. I'm having this moment, like when Mm -hmm. I'm having an anxiety attack, I need you to go get me a water bottle, put it on me, tell me (laughs) everything's going to be okay, put on friends, like, Mm -hmm. you know, just giving him a playbook yeah like what to do with me in those moments because like he genuinely doesn't know because he's never <laughs> had to deal with it but let's be real it's it's because he's never had to deal with it and because he's a man and because he's a man oh my 1, gosh you gotta you gotta you gotta write it all out for, oh for them oh my gosh like, you really do legit 
You really do. <laughs> yes, because he can't relate and because he's a man, I had to um, take his little hand and walk him through it. <laughs> but yeah, and then ever since I did that, like, you know, it also has to take them doing those things, you know, mm-hmm. that's going to be a big one too, yeah. but you Chris is really good. Like, people. as long as he has instructions, he'll, <laughs> he'll get in there plus. The men <laughs> their handbook, yeah. where it's like word for word. Yeah. What to do? It'll yeah, be okay. So. <laughs> that's my advice because it really worked for us when I just laid it out on the table, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Help me help you. <laughs> yeah, for real. I, I always tell Eddie, like, any way I'm feeling, I'm just like, I always tell him. So, and I think that's what really helps yeah. us. And I know that's really hard to do. Like, mm-hmm. especially if you do not like conflict, like, it's really hard to just be like, mm, this is bothering me. It's so much mm-hmm. easier to just like kind of brush it under the rug and like talk to each other like everything is normal mm-hmm. but it does get easier over time the more you like communicate your feelings yeah. then it just becomes like a dinner table conversation like yeah. hey by the way you really fucking pissed me off this morning when yeah. you put the trash bag back in the thing when I told you about a million times no. yeah <laughs> but yeah. you know how are things going to get better unless they're brought up you know mm-hmm. yes oh my gosh this is so random but um so when I was thinking about you being a Leo earlier, uh, <laughs> Leo rising, okay, I'm still a Virgo. Um, I was thinking, I'm like, what is Eddie's rising? So I looked it up, and he is a Gemini rising. Gemini rising, okay. And What's it makes, moon? huh? What's his moon? Um, Pisces. Wow. He's so, a pretty good start. Yeah, he does. But I was telling him, I'm like, it makes perfect sense. Like, I was looking things up and it was saying how, like, the Libra Gemini is like, the man is very, like, charismatic and, like, just one of those, like, people who can, like, talk their way through anything. And it's just, and I tell Eddie that all the time. I'm like, you just have a way with your words that you can just say it, put a little smile on, and then Gemini's like the manipulator is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> basically, you know, basically. a manipulator with good intentions. Yeah, okay. yeah, basically. And I'm like, it makes so much sense. Like, I'm yeah, like, and it, it also makes sense because him and Chris are so similar in so many ways, and Chris is a Gemini you know, and your rising is like your outward like mm-hmm. personality, you know? And Rumi's big three. Libra. Libra. Double cancer. <laughs> my little my little double water sign. She's How a do we cancer. always get back to Rumi. I know. <laughs> Everything a, comes back, Rumi. She's a double water sign just like her mama. And I have to deal with you emotional bitches. (laughs) (laughs) But that's why you need me, the earth sign, to keep you guys grounded, you know? Yes. Yeah. So you guys don't float away in your little Mm -hmm. dreamland. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm like, that is just so perfect for Rumi because she literally has Libra and a water sign. And then I'm a water sign and Eddie's Libra. Like, she's literally the perfect little mixture of us two. She is. She is. I hope that my child has a good time. I definitely need to plan when I, when I, if I can plan. 
<laughs> yeah. You'd be like, and then that, you'd be one of those like, uh, <clears throat> I don't even know what I was going to say. Never mind. <laughs> I'll be one of them bitches. Yeah, you be, you be one of them types. Like, I would never actually admit it out loud if I did that. Yeah. <laughs> never. That's what I was That's what I was going to say, but I couldn't put the words out. Do not play this audio back when my baby comes out also a Virgo, okay? <laughs> They're gonna, you're, not, you're pregnant, they're like, we're not surprised. As long as my firstborn isn't a fire sign, I think I'm okay with it. I was like, I feel like your firstborn born is going to be a fire sign. Bitch, do I not feel manifest that. me. Do not manifest I, me right now. I feel that for you. <laughs> I need mellow energy for my first. Yeah, except you are definitely going to have a fire sign baby. And <laughs> Girl. <laughs> you are dead wrong. Um... <laughs> That's why your second born is going to be a fire sign. That's if the it happens. Oh, my gosh. When it so happens? Mm-hmm. I was looking up um, something about, like, everybody's energy types. And mm-hmm. um, it's the manifester, the projector, something, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Generator. But, um, huh? A generator? Generator. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm like looking that up and I'm like, I know for sure I am a manifester. Like for sure, for sure, for sure. Like if I would have gotten that wrong, I would have been shook and I'm like, something is off. But anyways, I looked it up and that's what I am. I'm like, I knew it. Well, we kind of been on that. Yeah, no, but I'm saying <laughs> like I never actually looked it up to yeah. see but I'm like, it It makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. I want to hear the description for that. Okay. Let me look it up. I need something that's like, you know. Yeah, just give me the... <laughs> you, you don't have to if you don't want to. It's okay. Um. Okay, so this I think this is a good one. Oh my gosh, my church bells have been going off this whole time. You can hear it on the mic. I can't hear them. Okay. Okay, anyways, so basically, um, manifestor types, like, we are the ones that when, like, we have good, super good intuition skills, and, like, when we manifest something, like, if we are, like, living in our energy and manifesting things, like, they will come. Oh, yeah. I think and I we feel have- like um enough proof of that that <laughs> yeah and I was gonna say I was saying like I feel like that is just so true for me but then Definitely. sometimes like for me I'm always telling people like oh just manifest do this and that because of how it's worked for me but then realizing not everybody has this has that power energy type yeah you should um start a business where people who don't have the ability to manifest <laughs> send you what they want you to manifest for them. <laughs> so funny because anytime I say something, you're like, no, don't. <laughs> no, because literally just by you speaking it into existence, I'm scared. I'm like, 
you are going to actually make this happen. Can you please stop? You need to be careful that's with all that fucking energy. That's why I'm laughing. So I'm like, you really do believe that. But no, it's so true. And also, it says it's only 8% of the population. Oh, shit. So that's three things. I think I'm an alien. <laughs> you a witch. We already knew that. <laughs> Like, this is, that's just so weird. You're unearthly. No, you're extra earthly. You're more connected to, like, the energies of the earth and, like, everything on the planet that's not 3D as well. So, Mm -hmm. you're more human than all of us that can't. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder what yours is. Yeah, we should definitely, like, deep dive after this. Yeah. Um, What were you saying? Girl, I don't know. <laughs> she gone. <laughs> you know, something leaves my brain. It's gone for good. That's why. That's one of the reasons I was so nervous for the podcast because of how much I lose my train of thought and like how much I just can't say what I need to say. You know mm-hmm. that. You know how much that happens to me. Yeah, because it so. happens to me too, and that's why. Um, one of the things about doing this podcast, I always feel like I'm always saying, like, I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to say or, you yeah. know, things like that. Because sometimes it's just like, I know what I'm I'm trying to say, but like, is it coming across that? Yeah. Yeah. We've had this conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, I always tell you, like, I don't feel like I'm super well spoken <laughs> because, like, I can never put into words what yeah. I am thinking. But girl, like, on this podcast, you know. It's part of the description. If you are a grammar police or whatever, whatever, one of those like, super analytical people, like this is not the podcast for you because this is a we, safe space yes. for the queens that dropped out of college and never went to college. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that dropped out. I'm the one that went for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, this is this is a place to be yourself. Be yourself um what books are what books are you reading right now or what book did you just finish reading or whatever okay so I just finished um the paper palace Mm. that shit was amazing it was I loved that book um definitely has a lot of triggers so if you're wanting to read that look into the trigger warnings but what is it um so the paper palace is like kind of like a getaway like beach area um that's like a family beach house essentially that's been in the family for a really long time and it's this um woman she's like the main character she's in her 50s and she just has an affair with um like someone who was her best friend like her entire life Mm-hmm. And it starts with her having the affair and then it goes back in time and it keeps flipping back and forth to like back in time to like 24 hours up until like the thing happens. Mm-hmm. So you like go back and you like know her whole life and then like she just went through so much shit like her past is so interesting and then when you get to the present um it's basically like who does she choose in the end Mm -hmm. you know and the ending is kind of like what the fuck so yeah I really liked it one second so you um 
You rated it five stars, right? Or four? I think I gave it four stars. Oh, just okay. because, I don't know, I'm always scared to give five stars. Like, if I give a five star and then someone goes and reads that book and they don't think it's amazing, they're going to judge me for giving it <laughs> five stars. So I'm always like, unless I truly um, Would I like it? I think you would. Yeah. Um, okay. I think you would enjoy it. Yeah. Um, we never talked about Milk Fed. Yeah, did you read it? Which Maddie read it without me, by the way. So if you went back like two episodes and you heard how excited I was to read that book with you, I mean, with her, yeah, she really tried me and she tried and me. And I told her I was starting it as soon as possible. And then she got mad when I started it. And then the next day I asked her, did you start Milk Fed? She ignored me. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. And I finished it. I, I actually listened to the audiobook and I finished it in okay. like a day. Um, but I rated that book three stars. I rated it four stars. I saw that. And then I was judging you like, how do you really rate it this four stars? Yeah, I actually really enjoyed it. It could have been, the thing is, is like, I feel like an audible experience is so mm. different from a reading experience. Mm. You know, like mm-hmm. I listened to Cersei on Audible and I mm-hmm. loved it so much. And then I could barely get through Song of Achilles by the same author that people said was better when mm-hmm. I was reading. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like it's just like how it, either the audiobook is or how mm-hmm. the actual book is reading, mm-hmm. it, you know? Mm-hmm. So maybe that could have been a factor. But also, I just, at first, I was like, what the actual fuck am I reading? Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, okay, this is a weird book. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to enjoy it being kind of a weird book. Mm. And then I got so into the characters and like, I loved like her and Miriam and I wanted them to like work out, you know? And then, yeah, I don't know. I really liked it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I it like just... books that are kind of like, I don't know. I'm into anything that's kind of like out of my normal. <laughs> yeah. Lately. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like it was very like typical. Well, obviously it was it's only a trendy book because of all the shock factors, you know, like that she's a, a lesbian Jew. Not that, just like the scenes, you know, that are so like kind of crude and like really Oh, like when she says sexually. oh I um, I went down on her and I could smell the faintest smell of poop and I the, loved it. Yeah, exactly. That. Like, <laughs> you know what's so funny? That. I told Eddie, I said, babe, have you ever went down on me and smell poop? He's like, babe, I can tell you never. I'm like, because in this book, she literally said the faintest smell of poop and she liked it. And she liked that shit. Yeah, she, she liked did. that shit. She did. And she also liked the fishy smell and stuff. Yeah. Like, okay. And that's another thing. I said, Eddie. You know, this girl is describing this girl's um, vagina, and she said it smells like fish. I'm like, have I ever? He's like, babe, you haven't never smelled like fish. And I was like, okay. So this is like, I so you know that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's so beyond, you know, that that's what makes it a trendy book because okay. people are like, you got to read this shit. It's fucking crazy. Just like that scene from what was it, Sex Life or whatever, where people were just going to that minute. <laughs> Just to see that huge. <laughs> oh, you mean the movie that you put on for me so I can see that? Yes. Yes. And take a picture. Exactly. It's one of those. <laughs> Wait, no. Chris took a picture of it and sent it to Eddie. I have a picture. Oh, something. I have a picture. And then one of you guys sent it to Eddie. 
Eddie seen it? I don't think so. I wouldn't have seen that to Eddie. No, I think I think Chris did. I think Chris sent it to Eddie. Oh, I don't know. But yeah. So once I realized like, oh, that's why people are saying read this. It's not a great book with a great plot. It's just kind of shocking and like interesting to read. I don't know. Yeah. So I was like, okay, if I'm reading it for that reason, I was in it. I was in I was entertained. So yeah. Right now I'm um listening to The Children of Blood and Bone. Um somebody recommended it on Instagram, like three people. Okay. And apparently it it's like a it's a really popular book. Um, like series or something like that. Um, but it's about the, it's it's almost like uh I don't want to say mystical, like Africa. Okay. It, okay. Think about like almost like Wakanda. Okay. But Wakanda, they have they have technology. So think about Wakanda without like a technology. modern day Wakanda, like not a superhero, but or is but, it power? Do they have powers? Yeah, they have. It's magic. Oh, shit. Yeah. So like, yeah, it is. And the thing is, is like I um downloaded this audiobook without even looking it up to see what it was about just like people people um sent mm-hmm. it to me and then I saw it had like five stars uh, or like 4.5 or something like that and then I was like okay this is a good book so yeah it. I've done that um but yeah it's it's pretty interesting but I'm listening to the audiobook and the narrator is African with like an African with, accent with her with an accent so I told oh, her I'm awesome. like I would have some of the words that she's like pronouncing and things like that. Like it just makes it a whole experience because it's like, I would have never said that. Correctly. Good on them for getting someone authentic. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So it's a good um, audiobook. And somebody asked me the other day, like Nia, how do you have so much time to read? And I was like, I listen to audiobooks and they're like, Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, that is so true. Um, Cause sitting down and sometimes I use my Kindle like before I'm going to bed, but like with Rumi, I can't sit down and just like stare at my Kindle. So I literally put it in my ears and put my headphones on transparency mode or on um, noise cancellation, depending on where mm-hmm. Rumi is. Um, and yeah, that's how I listen. But yeah, I didn't think that other people didn't think about the idea. They're like, she's like, I never even thought about that. She's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I always recommend like listening to audiobooks as well. Like, I was on an audio kick for a little while, um, but as of recently, I don't know, like the books I've been choosing, I'm always like afraid of like the different experience, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I don't know why, but I think now I know what kind of books I like to listen to on audio versus reading. Like, I know I'm not going to listen to um, anything like Song of Achilles, or I'm going to only listen to stuff like Song of Achilles. But then you know me, Um, I'm the one who puts the audio book on and then has a Kindle. <laughs> read and listen. I'm so dead. Uh, remember, I think I told you that when like, I found out you did that. <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> you do that? <laughs> and I didn't realize that wasn't normal. And then I started asking people. They're like, no. I'm like, so you never. You're like, I'm like, I just uh, want someone to read me the story while I follow along. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> no, I googled it and it's called immersion reading. Thank you. I and I was like, okay. <laughs> like I'm an immersive reader, okay? 
But yeah, I'm currently reading um, The Hotel Nantucket. The what? The Hotel Nantucket. Okay. Um, so I read a sample of Book Lovers, which everyone has been talking about right now. And I've read Beach Read by that same author. And I actually really liked that book. I think I gave it four stars. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. There wasn't anything like it seems like every other book, mm-hmm. you know, and so I was like, mm, I'll read a sample of something else. And Jackie from The Morning Toast, mm-hmm. she um, is like super into books. She always talks about like what book she's reading. And um, I know she's like really picky about five star books as well. And she said she gave the Hotel Nantucket five stars. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, ooh, OK, that's a good recommendation. She said it, it was kind of like Layla vibes because it's like a friendly ghost. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you about the plot at all? The what? Like the plot of the book? Layla? No, uh, the Hotel Nantucket. No. Okay. So it's basically about like this old abandoned hotel in um, Nantucket, like a really nice, cute beach area that's mm-hmm. like been abandoned for like a really long time. Mm-hmm. And there was this 19-year-old girl who um, died in a fire um, in the hotel. Mm -hmm. and so she's been a ghost like in the hotel this whole time and now they're like renovating the hotel and it's going to be like up and running again Mm -hmm. and so she's kind of like the ghost of the hotel in Nantucket oh okay yeah and um it's it's third person so you get like everyone's kind of like thoughts and you Mm -hmm. can like you know what the ghost is like thinking of the people like the people she knows from like just seeing them and stuff and the stuff she's seen you know Mm -hmm. yeah just as like a fly on the wall. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm pretty into it so far. I read that yeah. sample and immediately I was like, yep, done. I'm reading this. Yeah. So, it sounds like a, I'm only like 15% in, but <laughs> it sounds like a fun read. Like, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson. <laughs> like what I think about them. They broke up. What the fuck? yes girl how do you not know yeah how did I it's because it's the weekend and the morning toast is where I get my name yes they broke up oh my gosh no they didn't mm-hmm. why do I feel so sad right now because for some reason you really you really I, thought I they did, were like such a good cute couple you didn't. no I know you didn't but <sighs> like what? you really thought that was gonna last man? no of course not I knew they weren't gonna last but like it was such a fun relationship to like witness really I I just thought it was so cringy like oh my gosh like I I thought it was so cringy (laughs) seriously like there was one there was this one um picture that she posted um with her and she had like her he was like leaning on her feet and like she had her feet up and like looking at the camera I was like oh Kim what like it just looks so forced Mm-hmm. It looked way too forced, and that's why I'm saying it was cringy because, mm-hmm. like, I just feel like she was just trying to force it, and it just mm-hmm. didn't look like they were naturally in love, like Courtney and Travis. Yeah. I mean, I knew it wasn't true love, of course, but like, yeah. just the relationship in itself was just entertaining. Like, I don't know, I I liked the unexpected, and it was like fun to like see them together because it's like what, like, it's just weird to see, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I liked that content, like. <laughs> To me, it's more fun than seeing, like, a perfect couple. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I love the imperfect couple, but they it, that was just fake. Yeah, yeah. Like, I to know. me, it was just fake. Like, I would have loved if they looked 
like the imperfect couple and like truly loved each other like you said like true love but i'm like okay y'all when is this how long you know i wonder who she's gonna date next that's the thing i'm really excited to see kanye she's gonna go back to kanye please please no unless he has you know really came back from this little i just think hiatus they both need to pay more therapists I just think they're better without each other, honestly. Like, they can be great co-parents. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> and then we get to I see... I mean, that's what they've been doing, co-parenting. Yeah. And I think it's been going well besides, like, those rocky parts, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we thought it was going well, but then we didn't yeah. realize. Yeah. It was some uh, hatred. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I was, uh, it's obviously everywhere. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not sure, but like, I'm kind of sure. How did I not see this? It's, it's, if I seen it, which is weird, you know, because you're usually the one telling me this stuff. Um, so the fact that I saw it and you didn't know, this is just a weird situation. Um, what are you doing for the rest of the day? It is. 7 p.m. now. Um, dang, it's late. What the hell? <laughs> what did we get for dinner? Oh yeah, we got yetcha for dinner. Mm. So that's what we're gonna make. For everyone that doesn't know, it's just a soup that I make. It's <laughs> called yetcha because it's just an inside joke. Okay, it's not <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> but yeah, so when we are done with this, that's what I'm gonna do, and then I'm probably gonna try and read tonight. Okay. But it's like every time I like say I'm going to read, Chris is like, let's start a new show, mm. you know, and he like wants my attention for the rest of the night. I'm like, what show are you watching right now? So we just finished this like random ass series called like Keep Breathing. It's about a girl. Oh, who I saw it. You watched the whole thing? My parent, my dad put it on and I was like, seriously, like I was watching bits and pieces like bits. We were desperate. Of every episode, and I, when it ended, I was like, seriously, this is how it's ending. My dad's like, what? I'm like, this is so, like, this was a waste of time. Like, everybody knew it was gonna end like that. Yeah, we knew it was gonna be a waste of time, but we literally had nothing else to put on, and we are just desperate for a show, you know. So Um, we're not really watching anything right now. Do you guys have Hulu? Yes. Um. So, the show called Reservation Dogs. Um. It's about kids on the reservation yes my girl bella was just telling me about that and she recommended that i watch it yeah so he's really into it it's season two right now um i watched i literally watched it when it was like on like airing the first season and season two just came out um so you guys should watch that because i really like that show i was looking forward i was looking forward to season two i forgot she recommended that to me literally like last night or the night before so yeah eddie Eddie started watching um, the first two episodes with me on season two. And I was like, okay, now you have to go back and watch season one so you can understand what's going on. But yeah, yeah. I really like I really like it. I like the show. Okay, cool. Yeah, maybe we'll watch one episode and mm-hmm. then I'll read the rest of the night. And then yeah. I have work at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. So I need to get my beauty sleep tonight. So I'm probably going to go to bed at like 10. Where do you work again? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Starbucks. <laughs> um, 
yeah, I think I'm, we're going to might try to go paddleboarding today. Um, oh, that's so fun. Because Have you Eddie, been able to ride your new paddleboard yet? Mm-mm. So today's going to be my first time because Eddie was supposed to, he wanted to take tomorrow off so we can go. Um, but he couldn't get it off because like three more people in his shop were going to be out. So I just told him like, let's just go today. Hi, Rumi. Hi. How are you? What are your name? My name is Titi. Titi Maddie. Just because you want me one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. You're yeah. such a good counter. Rumi, Rumi how, how old are you? Oh, two. You are two. You two. I love you. Oh, I so love you more. Ah! Rumi, I miss you. I miss you. What are you doing for today? Um, today I'm gonna make some dinner with Bobo, and then I'm gonna go Mimi's time. What are you doing today? Oh, going to park and going. I'm going. I'm going to water park. You're going to the water park? Oh my gosh! Can I come? Oh, you can come to your water park. Okay, I can't wait. Should I bring my bathing suit? Oh, yes. Okay. See you. Okay. Yay. Okay, I love you, Rumi. Oh, love you. Thank you for coming on today's episode. I really enjoyed having you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so very honored to be a balanced bitch. (laughs) (laughs) See you again next month. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see how you know. Imagine if this, you guys, so I can come back on. Imagine if this is like my worst. <laughs> People are like, yeah, no, <laughs> this isn't the vibe. Like Mia, actually, don't bring Maddie back on. No, I'm just kidding. We we let pretty loose, so yeah. Oh, oh. but uh, anyways, okay, girl, love you. Okay, I love you. Bye. Bye. Hey babes, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave me a five-star review. I'll read them all. Don't forget to tell your friends about this podcast. And I just want to say, you are everything. You are capable and you are worthy. Our down days do not define us. We will stay in our power. It's giving yas. It's giving queen. It's giving balanced.